So you hear recorded music in the background because, uh, well, because the month of March is National Play the Recorder Month. And then within the month of March, March 18th is National Play the Recorder Day. And that's the kind of thing that we're talking about today. We're talking about the fact that there, <laughs> that there are there are these holidays that it's kind of seem to come out of nowhere. Holidays might not even be the right word because I don't think you can take National Recorder Day off or anything or play the Recorder Day off. Uh, but they are observances and they are celebrations at times. And you know what? Could we just uh, stop the recorder music? It's just it's distracting. It's distracting me a little bit. But anyway, I mean, I'm very conscious of these things a lot of the time. And, and I think there's really, you know, no particular harm in them for the most part. And sometimes there's even a little bit of help in them. You know, I mean, for example, there, <laughs> the other day I heard about um, it was National Homemade Soup Day. And I was thinking, um, you know, maybe, I, maybe I'll make homemade soup. And the other thing I knew about it was that it wasn't, since it was homemade soup, it wasn't sponsored by the soup industry. Big Soup was not sponsored. Are they, does anybody hear recorders again? I feel like I'm hearing, stop those recorders immediately. Stop them. Stop them. Isn't it enough that they get an entire month? We're going to hear nothing but recorder music for the entire month of March. I don't see any reason to... Play it now. It's February. All right. So so joining us now to talk about all this, because there's a book. There's a book, uh, and it's called Chase's Calendar of Events. I can tell you, that, tell you that back in the 80s, when I was a young columnist at a major newspaper, uh, I <laughs> when you're a young columnist, you often think there's nothing to write about. By which you mean there's nothing I really feel like writing about. And I would often go back into the newspaper library where they had a copy of Chase's Calendar of Events that I would look up and see what, what day it was to see if that was going to be any help at all. Joining us now is Holly McGuire, who is the editor-in-chief of Chase's Calendar of Events, where you find out about things like National Play the Recorder Day and Month uh, and many other things besides. So, Holly McGuire, welcome to our show. Thanks for having me. So, uh, do, please don't play a recorder while we're talking. Um, I know you're going to be tempted to now. So, um, we should say that Chase's calendar of events, first of all, started, I believe, by two gentlemen whose last name was Chase back in the 1950s, right? Yeah, right. Brothers Bill and Harrison. And um, and actually, the the impetus was for newspapers to have, you know, a reliable source for the coming year of movable dates. For example, you know, when was Easter, when was Ramadan, things that moved around uh, that news professionals could use. Right. So that's one layer, one stratum uh, of chases. And then there's another stratum that are things that really kind of have an indisputably legitimate purpose, right? I mean, if it's National Cancer Awareness Week or something, or if it's right, National right. Kidney Donation Day or something. I mean, things like that, there's there's a reason they exist, and it's a good thing that they exist, right? Yeah, yeah. We call those advocacy days, and a lot of them are health-related, um, you know, or stuff like what's going on in society. There's a lot of bullying awareness days. So, yeah, those definitely serve a purpose. But, for example, also today, as you have pointed out to producer Lily Tyson, uh, today is curling is cool day. 
By the way, so I would like to say <laughs> to Starling Childs, my college classmate up in Norfolk, Connecticut, uh, happy curling is cool day. They do a lot of curling up there in Norfolk. <laughs> uh, and it's Digital Learning Day, which I think is like when you learn how to count on your fingers, I assume. Uh, single Tasking Day, National Chili Day, speaking of National Homemade Soup Day, and National Introduce a Girl to Engineering Day. I would assume that the last of those is only really legitimately celebrated by engineers themselves, right? You just can't decide. Well, that I don't know. You, I mean, yeah, go ahead. Uh, schools or parents uh, might do this. It's part of National Engineers Week, which has been around for, I don't know, 80 years. And we celebrated the week of George Washington's birthday. So, um, yeah, there's um, a lot, lot going on in in uh, that field to encourage uh, STEM learning. So with some of these other uh, things, yeah, so I think that's a really good point, by the way. Uh, and that also seems like some kind of reasonable form of advocacy. But some of these other things are very playful and fun and just, you know, they're for us to enjoy. But you, as the editor-in-chief, are able to rule over this empire with an iron fist. <laughs> Um, so, like, for example, you or somebody signed off on Appreciated Dragon Day, which was January 18th. Uh, I certainly did appreciate a dragon. No, 16th. I'm sorry, 16th. How could I forget that? Um, I, I did my best to appreciate multiple dragons on that day. But there must, there's probably <laughs> some other day that didn't make it, right? So, um, I mean, there are yes. other ones. So, I don't know. What, how, do, how do you either win or lose at this particular uh, enterprise if you're a well, holiday seeker? Well, um uh, wackiness is not necessarily uh, a strike against you. Um, if if we feel like you know people can celebrate and that the sponsor is um, eager and gonna get out there and promote it, then that's that's points in your favor. For people that we you know decide against, sometimes it's um, uh, mean spirited. Um, we often get submissions where the um, the the premise is to attack one person to make fun of them. So that's right out the door. Uh, if it's too similar to an existing day, that's right out the door. And if we feel like you're submitting not in the spirit of the enterprise, then that's right out the door. I, I'm guessing that the mean spirited people are even more inclined to take it kind of hard when they don't get in. You know, in other words, why won't you approve National I Hate Actuaries Day? Uh, I mean, they were, they were already mad when they got in touch with you in the first place. Now they're even more angry. Right. And and I, I should maybe apologize because we do have um, a couple of days fighting it out about lawyers, like, you know, love to hate lawyers and then an answering uh, day that says, you know, love your lawyer. So there's a few of those that are in there that have been in the book so long that, you know, they're, we'll just leave them be. But um, yeah, for example, um, Kiss a Ginger Day, which was in January, you know, that sponsor came up with that because there was um, a kind, there is a kind of nasty day that goes around called Kick a Ginger Day. So um, you know, we're we're on the side of love and joy at Chase's. Right. I mean, obtain consent first. Don't just go kissing gingers, you know, willy nilly. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> so so prior to the existence of Chase and other things that might be like it, my understanding is that Congress 
had to decide whether it was going to be National Asparagus Day or not, right? Was was that the way it worked? Issue procl- proclamations yeah. and um, and and this kind of got more burdensome for Congress to list a proclamation. And I should say, you know, usually it was just for that year. Like, you know, this year we're going to say National Pretzel Day, which is now a day. And then people have kind of grabbed onto it and said, well, why can't we celebrate pretzels, you know, every day? So, yeah, Congress did that. And then in 1995, they were like, this is taking up too much of our time. So it became less of a thing. And Chase has kind of filled that vacuum where people could contact us and we could list the days. But without Congress, that kind of gave out the notion that, you know, anything goes. And really, there's nothing wrong with that. If you can find people to celebrate your day, um, you know, the more power to you. At Chase's, we're a little more conservative. We kind of watch and see how a day is celebrated and add it to the book if if we see widespread acceptance. You know, I would observe that Chase does list uh, on January 13th a national blame someone else day, which I believe is, is observed in Congress and, and not confined to <laughs> a single day either. I uh, think that's observed every day. Yeah, no, they Congress. just it's it's more of an ongoing festival than it is an actual uh-huh. day. So so there you go. So we should also say that Chase's, you know, has, uh, you know, fewer of these wacky days uh, and more of the kind of serious minded, public spirited advocacy days. Right. That, that's correct, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and but we do have them, and and um, I, I was surprised in going through the archives one day. I found a, a sheaf of correspondence from the late 1990s of people complaining about having these days in the book. Uh, how could you have these days? Uh, which really took me aback because Bill Chase, um, you know, he felt like, you know, you should. Fill the calendar with, and I'm quoting him, times to recognize, to learn from, and to enjoy. So we definitely want to have those enjoyment days in there. Right. I believe that's in Ecclesiastes. Uh, There is a time to uh, nationally use your gift card uh, and and time to (laughs) read in the bathtub. Um, Those are actual days in Chase. National Reads yes, in the Bathtub yes. Day. So, so yeah, I mean, I think that it kind of makes sense. Uh, and and um, we're going to, in just a few minutes, talk to somebody who, who wanted one of those days and I believe got one of those days. But before we do that, it's also the case that some sort of ideas about days arise in fictional worlds on television. So... Um, you, you might want to talk about, for example, I don't know if is, is Festivus Festivus for the rest of us. Is that in Chases? Did that make it? In yes, there? it is in Chases, and um, I mean that's a clear example. I mean because people celebrate it. Seinfeld was so popular, and um, the the writer of that show uh, celebrated it before he brought it to the show, and that's something where you know. Uh, my family celebrates it and uh, and gets out the aluminum pole and uh, and all that. So, um, you know, why not? If, if, if people are celebrating it, then it does exist. So um, the same with Valentine's Day, which uh, featured on Parks and Re- Recreation the day before Valentine's Day. Um, 
for your girlfriends. So yes, some of these come out of a fictional milieu. For example, Hate Week. I don't know if people actually celebrate that, but we do acknowledge it from um, George Orwell's 1984. And, um, and of course, Hobbit Day, September 22nd, uh, Bilbo Baggins' birthday. So uh, there's a lot of celebrants of that. Got it. So, um, so much to say about all this. So does your family do like airing of grievances and feats of strength? They, they did the whole thing, huh? <laughs> we kind of leave it at the poll. Oh, just the poll. Just the poll. I'm a little, right. a little yeah. worried that the the grieve, airing of grievances might- Could uh, go on too long, yeah. Yeah, could, could sour the mood. Right, exactly. Not, not, not necessarily how you want to get things going. All right, so joining us now uh, is Beth Ziesnes, an author and speaker- uh, who goes by your nerdy best friend, and she's the founder of Find Your Inner Nerd Day. Uh, Beth, welcome to our conversation. Thank you so much. So tell us, you, you probably have already told Holly in a way, but tell me why you wanted there to be a day called Find Your Inner Nerd Day. Well, I am obsessed with these holidays, and I have read chases from beginning to end. I have multiple calendars that I love to look at. And I'm an author who talks about technology. So I started out taking these funny days and hooking them up with apps. Like for there's National Landline Telephone Day on March 10th. And I said, okay, well, here's an app called Fax Zero that helps you fax when you need a fax machine because nobody has those anymore. And single tasking day, I have one. So I was already obsessed. Yeah. And I decided to write a book about it and couple all those things. And I said, well, gosh, I better have my own day if i'm writing a book about days and i looked and there was only one nerd day there's a let your geek flag fly day i think and take hike with a geek day but there was only one nerd day and it was word nerd and i was like nope need to find your find your inner nerd day and that's why i created it and now I'm starting to feel like the nerds and the geeks are like the sharks and the jets or something. You know, they go out in a, a park and rumble. Uh, I don't know what, what that would you know consist of, but probably uh... embrace your Greekness day, geekness days, July thirteenth. Right. Yeah, that's that's the one, and it, it made me feel bad. Like, what about us nerds? So you consider yourself a nerd, but not a geek. I don't really know. I don't get out much, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> then you're both. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. So maybe you could also describe the process. So you decided you wanted to do this. Um, you wanted there to be such a day. Did, and you already knew about Chases because you read it cover to cover. So I don't know. What did you do? It's surprisingly easy to declare a day. You just say, hey, this is my day. And you can put it on your website and you can do it all kinds of places. If you want to get into uh, some of the real like chases in some of the other places where they list a whole bunch of days where people go and look for them, it's a much tougher challenge. So chases, I am so honored now that I've heard about the process, Holly. I'm a fangirl over here. Chases uh, accepted mine. And I didn't know that that I didn't know how important I was until just this very minute. But Others, we just wrote to a bunch of sites and some of them said, go through this process with your checkbook and you can list a day here. And others are like, perfect, we will just list it. So there were a whole bunch of different ways to do it. But if you want to start a day, you just start a day and tell people you have a day and then perhaps you can get it listed in other places, but you can... 
if you just want to do one, you can do one. Anybody can. And your particular nerd day, I believe, is August 23rd? It is August 23rd. Thank you for asking. <laughs> is there any particular significance to August 23rd? Well, I have been a nerd for a very long time, and I was in Twitter in the very early days. And a guy named Chris Messina, way back in the day, before Ashton Kutcher and CNN had the, had the race to see who had one million followers first, I actually stayed up all night watching that. It was quite exciting. But Chris Messina was, there were very few of us on there. And he said, hey, why don't we use a hashtag to be able to find the topic for these things we're talking about? And the, that, that was the day the hashtag was born. And I thought, August 23rd makes sense because the hashtag helps people bring themselves together with, with people who want to talk about and do the same thing. And that's what Find Your Inner Nerd Day is about, is to find other people, share some unique abilities, some unique collection, some unique hobby you have, and then maybe find other people. That was a very nerdy answer. Uh, I mean, appropriately <laughs> nerdy answer. So I, I salute you. I mean, you could, it could have just been, oh, I don't know, it's Wolf Blitzer's birthday. But no, you had like a pretty good explanation. Uh, all right. Well, Beth Zizinus, first of all, congratulations on immortality. Uh, and we're all looking forward to find your inner nerd day. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, so, Holly, we have a few more minutes with you. Holly McGuire, once again, editor in chief of Chase's Calendar of Events. We ha We would be remiss if we did not mention. Uh, a couple, I guess they're a couple, uh, Thomas and Ruth Roy, who are almost like subcontractors for Chase because <laughs> they themselves are just fountains of such holidays as wave all your fingers at your neighbor day, uh, get a different name day. What if dog, What if cats and dogs had opposable thumbs day? And perhaps my favorite uh, National Blah 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 Day. Although I actually observe National Yada Yada Day, which is a completely different uh, date. This uh -huh. is April seventeenth right, right. is and Blah 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 Day. A, a favorite of mine that they have is Haunted Refrigerator Night, which is uh, right before Halloween, to check out your refrigerator for the in the back for the true horror stories. So. It, yes. You know, absolutely. You know, that's for that's a thing. You know, I th that's why I really like that one because everybody listening right now, except a couple of obsessive compulsive people, uh, is cringing, thinking about the thing. <laughs> you know, the jar, and they don't even know what it is anymore, and it might even be sentient, whatever is living in there. And, you know, you can't throw it out. Uh, so, so yeah, and and so I don't know. I went on their website and they sell herbs and stuff. Do you have any insight into why they're always? And they have like many more holidays than I think have made it into chases. But do yes, you have, they have more. And and there are really enthusiastic people out there who have done this, where they have many days, thousands of days, one for every day of the week, and. The Roy's, if, if you kind of click through their website, um, they do celebrate these days. And I, I will, and I get notes, either emails or actually handwritten notes from people uh, just saying, you know, yes, I went out and yelled fudge to the Cobras of North America today. Um, so again, that, that kind of fits our criteria and it's fun. So um uh, so yes. What did you and just say? Also, you yell fudge to the cobras of America? Is that what you just said? Of North America. Of North America. So there yeah, aren't any cobras got, in North America, are there? Well, thanks to the Roy's, they're not. <laughs> so 
<laughs> you yelled, I walked fudge. right. I walked right into that, didn't I? Yes, you did. Yes, yeah. you did. Um, <laughs> um, and um, oh, what was I going to say? I interrupted your thought about this, but but these. Seem, oh well, I was yeah. going to say they also run a, a Renaissance festival, so you know they've got a lot of things going on. Yes, uh, just they, they're kind of just fountains of joie de vivre, I would say. Yes. Uh, yes. You just can't. They're they're like forces of nature. So you know, before we run out of time, uh, I. I know you have your own favorites. Would you like to talk uh, about Hagfish Day, which comes actually three days after my birthday? Oh, uh, yes. National Hagfish Day is celebrating the beauty of ugly. It's in the third third Wednesday in October. And it's just, you know, there's a lot of, of uh, you know, puppy days, kitten days, etc. This is kind of a day to remind you that not everything in nature is... Uh, cute and that it's just as worthy of admiration and uh, conservation. So um, every once in a while on Hagfish Day, I go and look at a picture of one and recoil. And um, <laughs> but I that day. So um, I also like uh, Curmudgeon's Day, which mm. is celebrated in January on uh, 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 uh I assume I, I assume I, yeah, I assume on Curmudgeon's Day, the Curmudgeons complain about all the other holidays. <laughs> I hope so. And maybe they complain for National Grouch Day, which I've seen people attribute that to Sesame Street. But no, it was um, actually uh, one of the Chase's daughters uh, complained about a grouch at their school. So hmm. uh, that is actually based on a person who's a really lovely guy. And um, so I, I like Grouch Day. Right. Well, now I'm excited because theoretically my birthday could occur on National Hagfish Day if October yeah. 1st. Uh, well, anyway, could we, yeah, the 1st, the 8th, and the 15th would have to be uh, Wednesdays. Uh, and then so I have something to, something to keep living for. I, I needed a good yes, reason. Yes. And now and, I have it. You know, there's there's 14 possible calendars that exist. So you can check the perpetual calendar in Chase's and find out if it will ever fall on your birthday. All right. Uh, well, Holly McGuire, fascinating to talk to you, editor-in-chief of Chase's Calendar of Events. We're going to keep exploring these holidays right after this break. Staring at the paint, trying hard to face The minutes turn to hours and the just a race What day is it? What day is it? How many sunsets have I missed? What day is it? Support for this podcast comes from Hartford HealthCare. Elevating Health is funded by Hartford HealthCare. Hartford HealthCare recently celebrated the opening of the Ridge Recovery Center in Wyndham. Christy Scott, Vice President of Clinical Operations, describes this new state-of-the-art destination for healing. Individuals will come if they're suffering from substance use disorder and get individualized treatment. They can stay up to three to four weeks and receive family therapy, individual therapy, group therapy, and lots of other holistic care like yoga, trail walking, acupuncture. So it's going to be a great place for people to come and heal. For those seeking recovery, finding it close to home can sometimes be challenging. 
Many individuals travel to Florida and other states that have more treatment centers. So we're hoping by doubling our capacity at Hartford HealthCare, the individuals can stay in their home state with their family and support systems close by. To learn more, go to ctpublic.org slash health. Thank you, Rare Earth. So, yes, there are things to celebrate uh, out there. Uh, And it turns out that Chase's calendar of events is not the only one uh, that does things like that. Some people like a nice, neat website. Instead, uh, Marlo Anderson is here, founder of the National Day Calendar. Uh, So, Marlo Anderson, welcome and happy National Tile Day, I think, and National Dog Biscuit (laughs) Day. Do I have that right? You do, and it's also uh, Toast Day and uh, Banana Bread Day. And I've always wondered what banana bread would taste like if it was toasted. So that's my goal for today, actually. I can uh, pretty much guarantee you that most dogs would be willing to accept toasted banana bread as a substitute for a dog biscuit. <laughs> um, so you could really wrap three of them all together and serve That's them. That's not on, a bad idea. Serve it I'm... on a tile. Put it on a tile. Let the dog lick it off the tile, and you pretty much covered the waterfront that way. Yeah. Obviously, I'm not going to try dog biscuits all day, but may, you know, maybe sometime I'd try th- everything about once. You know. So <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So, uh, so th- we should we should first of all talk a little bit about this project. So um, this is a little bit similar to Chase, but also you seem to wind up with different holidays. So explain how this came into being. So it's a blog that started about ten years ago, National Day Calendar. I was I've built websites for many years, even before then, and uh, always had fascination for National Days. And I was really surprised that there wasn't like a place online that you could find out where the days came from. You know, at that time, there were probably about 50 or 60 national days that were pretty celebrated, you know, like Pizza Day and Donut Day and things. Uh, But I started to research. I wrote about the different national days, the different congressional uh, designations, the presidential decorations, all the way back to the founding of the country. And most of these were kind of one-offs, like bittersweet chocolate-covered almond day back in 1838. And it was, I suppose, the president was lobbied at the time because it was a new technology, and they declared the day. It disappears. And then this this crazy guy from Mandan, North Dakota, writes about it 180 years later, and it becomes a thing again. You know, And, and that's kind of how the prominence of National Day calendar came to be. Uh, media started to follow us because we actually told the backstories to all these different national days. And, and uh, you know, and here we are, you know, 10 years later, it is now the biggest trending topic of all time. It is. Kind of amazing story. 
So I'm looking at my birthday right now, and it's yes. National Shawarma Day. It's National Aesthetician Day, National Cheese Curd Day, National I Love Lucy Day. Uh, oh, and, you, day. and it's also National Grouch Day, which which Holly had mentioned <laughs> as well. So that sort of fits, actually. So do you wake up every morning and like make sure you know what day it is, so to speak? Well, I don't have much choice anymore because, un- unfortunately, I'm not an anonymous per- person walking down the street anymore. So, uh, you know, people recognize me, and and they, the first question always is, "What is the day today?" So, I usually have to be prepared for you know that question that's going to come on, and I get asked that many times a day. And I mean, I think one of the questions that I have, but by the way, we're also going to um, have uh, you talk and us, us talk to uh, one of the people who was able to get a day started uh, through you, I believe. Uh, but before we do this, so is it your hope that people will celebrate? The, I, like I wouldn't, wouldn't really know what to do for National Tile Day. Uh, but I would know what to do for National Dog Biscuit Day because I have a sort of built-in audience for that one. Um, but is it your sort of thought that it would be good if people just celebrated in some way? Yeah, you know, our theme is celebrate every day, and we we try to live to that. You know, we think the world's a better place if you celebrate. And, you know, no matter our divisions on things, I, I always think a person, if it's National Banana Bread Day, I mean, you can find commonality with things and and maybe have a discussion around that. So I, I think that sometimes our cause, even though it might not seem so significant, can be significant because it brings people together. And sometimes that's all it takes to, you know, maybe make the world a better place. Right. That's our goal. And some of the um, holidays feel like kind of smooth sailing or, or kind of downhill sledding. For example, National Margarita Day, and in other Which, words, motivating people to do the heavy lifting of drinking a margarita, or, or National uh, Eat Some Ice Cream Day. Um, is it Eat Some Ice Cream Day? It's something like that. It was it yes. Eat Ice Cream for Breakfast Day? It was yes, Eat Ice Cream, ice cream for, for breakfast. breakfast Day. Okay, that might take a little bit of motivation. Although, <laughs> one of our correspondents on social media said, do you really need to ask why we celebrate Eat Ice Cream for Breakfast Day? So, But I mean, a lot of these do seem like sort of joyous uh, um, things to do. And maybe a little distraction on top of that, you know, from, you know, if you're, if you're in this, you know, get up in the morning, go to work, go to school, whatever, this is something that maybe, you know, gets you in the mood. If you're going to have a meeting that day, theme for the meeting, the kids aren't excited to get up to go to school today. Well, it's national eat ice cream or I have ice cream for breakfast day. You know, so all of a sudden the kids are excited to get up because it's something different and unique and and something they can talk about and share. So absolutely. So there do seem to be a lot of food holidays. For example, there's National Popcorn Day, right? Yeah, that's actually how we started the whole thing. And if you've looked at me, I've gained a lot of weight over the last 10 years because of it. Uh, We always talk about when we have new staff join us that there's the freshman 15 because you'll gain 15 pounds in the first year working here. So, Although August 1st is National Small Portions Day. So it is. um, You could always sort of – I just made that up. But – but yeah, national should be anyway. Yeah, and actually, yeah. one that would be healthier would be you have one called National Sneak Some Zucchini onto your neighbor's porch yeah, night. yeah, probably one of my more favorite holidays. You know, and and of course the story is if you've never grown zucchini before, 
oh, these two plants are so cute. Let's put two in our backyard and see what happens. And then, you know, when you have 40 of them, you're like, what do I do with these things? Well, you sneak some on your neighbor's porch. Simple as that. Right. And and yes, and you get a little bit of exercise that way too. You know, late Absolutely. At night you get a scurry over there. Maybe you toss the zucchinis up there <laughs> onto the porch. I don't know. I've been watching The Last of Us, or the zombie apocalypse. Oh, people, there we go. People would be very happy to get those uh, zucchinis uh, Absolutely. under certain circumstances. So, yeah, so we are now also going to be joined by sort of one of the winners of this process, uh, and, and that is uh, Martha Brokenbro, uh, an author, teacher, and creator of National Grammar Day. So, Martha, welcome to our conversation. Thanks for having me. I've been laughing all along listening to these holidays. <laughs> well, now we have a very, very serious one, and that is National Grammar Day. I just want to say, I can't hardly wait for National Grammar Day. Uh, <laughs> All right. Thank thank Ouch. you for pick, thank you for picking up the intentionality of that. Um, so so tell us about that. Tell us about how this hatched in your head. National Grammar Day started 15 years ago. I, I had to look it up because my memory is not that great. But it started 15 years ago. I was a high school teacher at the time, and I was writing an educational humor column for the the now departed online encyclopedia Encarta, and my students were making grammatical errors in the yearbook and the newspaper. And I did not want to be the kind of teacher of nightmares, the one who would use a red pen and mark things up. And so instead, I created a fake secret society, SPOG, the Society for the Promotion of Good Grammar. And in um, a very obnoxious third person point of view, SPOG would write letters to the students explaining things. And so I was completely off the hook as the jerk in their lives. But I think I did convey some of the finer points of grammar. And uh, I made lunch boxes and bumper stickers uh, because you can't really have a thorough holiday without. Right. Well, and, and not to cast asparagus on uh, this enterprise, although National Asparagus Casting Day is coming up in March. But, um, you know, from a certain point of view, if you go on social media, it seems like you're losing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, grammar seems to be not thriving and perhaps more endangered than it was 15 years ago. Well, I would say that bad grammar was just president. So, you know, it, de <laughs> <laughs> it depends. But um, it, it's look, grammar is made up just like holidays are made up. You know, the 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 codification of things into rules and people who speak the language, they're speaking it correctly. When it comes to things like clarity and um, certainly in legal cases, having commas in the right place, it can mean millions of dollars of difference. When it comes to your love life, having um, a clumsily written profile is going to make people swipe left. So I'm here with my nerdy little holiday, just trying to make lives somewhat better for, for I guess, lawyers and the lonely hearts. Right. I mean, I mean, it's a really good point, and we all can come up with various examples of even the failure to use an Oxford comma, creating some kind of confusion. So, were there? Did you have to do anything for this? I mean, you're administering it. What did What did you do? I mean, did you? Make, oh my gosh, you know, I worked really hard 
to create this fake holiday. Um, you know, in addition to reaching out to copy editors at newspapers, um, I built a website, I had a blog, I had even built a newsletter until they changed the pricing structure and made it too rich for my blood. But I had 14,000 subscribers. And this was at a time when the Tea Party only had 1,500. Remember the nascent days of the Tea Party? Anyway, so um, I would say that grammar has always been more popular than fringe politics Um and uh, anyway, so but I, I did that and I wrote a book called Things That Make Us Sick. I created recipes for grammar teenies um, or, you know, <laughs> grammar crackers if you are not of a martini age. Um, and there were T-shirts. We had get togethers, the whole thing. Yeah, actually, martinis tend not to improve people's grammar um, over the course of the night. Um, but but I, I still see the appeal. And, and now with... Grand Martinis and Grammar Crackers, now you're speaking the language of your host, Marlo Anderson. So, Marlo, I want you to react to everything that you're hearing uh, Martha talk about. First of all, Martha, you're fantastic, and we need to talk. <laughs> I think some of these things need to come back. I'm just telling you. Uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's fantastic. This is, uh, of course, one of the days that I, when I was putting National Day to count, that calendar together, uh, ran across and included in our calendar right away. And, and, and she's spot on about everything. And, 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 and so are you because you have, uh, you know, this, this thing with grammar nowadays. And I think having a day that, that illustrates the fact that good grammar is still very important. And I love your analogies, Martha, of, of the swipes and things because you're right. People don't want to associate with somebody who cannot communicate properly. So, so just saying. Why, Martha, is it March 4th? It's March 4th because that's the one day a year that's a complete sentence. It's an imperative. March 4th for good grammar. I'm shameless. <laughs> that's You know, I have never really thought about that. Um, but By the way, it's also marching band day that day, you know, March 4th. Yes. So. We need a song for National Grammar Day. I mean, there is a song that Mignon Fogarty wrote, but we need a marching band song, and then we can combine. Yeah. I love it. We Just, should do this. We, we should say uh, Mignon Fogarty, Grammar Girl, and she's become involved with this holiday somehow, right? She has. I actually have turned the reins over to her. I, you know, I'm, it's still it's still my thing. Um, but she has such an enormous platform and publishing enterprise. And my writing has really shifted to fiction and nonfiction for children and young adults. So um, we're partners in it now. Right. Just let's be honest, Martha, you couldn't handle the pressure of National Grammar Day. Right. I mean, it was just it was overwhelming. Uh, you know what? I had to I had to curl up and softly weep into my National Donut Day right. um, hoard. We want you up on that wall. We want you up on that wall making sure the grammar, uh, the bad grammar doesn't get in. All right. Well, uh, first of all, uh, thank you so much, um, Martha Brokenbro, uh, author, teacher, and creator of National Grammar Day. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. And so, Marlo Anderson, back to you for just a second here. Yes. Um, I believe that um, national, the National Day calendar has a motto, right? Is it celebrate every day? It is celebrate every day. And talk a little bit about that. Like You even have a shirt, right? We have a shirt. Uh, we have a movement. Uh, we call it the the uh, Celebration Nation, and uh, you know people who like to celebrate the national days. It's always interesting when I wear the shirt too. We, I mean, I, I have some dress shirts that I wear that have a smaller logo on it, but when I wear the big bold 
message of celebrate every day. I mean, people come up and hug me. Uh, these are total strangers, by the way. Uh, they'll come up and high five me, and, and you know they'll go, "Yeah, celebrate every day," because they're going to go out and you know have margaritas because it's margarita day. But for some people, it's it's significantly more. I mean, if you're faith based, it means something different than the person who's wanting to down margaritas tonight. But you know, it, it always is a good message. It's about celebrating every day, and and uh, it's a choice you can make, and uh, your life will be better for it. Right. And, you know, I mean, in some instances, faith and margaritas are not completely incompatible. That's uh, true. Yeah. So Mar- Marlo Anderson, the founder of the National Day Calendar, uh, thank you so much for joining me. It's been a pleasure. And get ready because our guest scurvy dogs, we're about to talk <laughs> about national talk like a pirate day. Like. In the U.S., we tend to think of slavery as a Southern thing. Slavery in New England has been intentionally erased. The story we tell is this is family slavery. So it comes off as very benign and not dehumanizing. Coming March 18th, a special series, Unforgotten, Connecticut's Hidden History of Slavery. Visit ctpublic.org unforgotten. Funding provided by the Wadsworth Athenaeum Museum of Art and the Amistad Center for Art and Culture. Arg, I'm getting all ready for our discussion of t- National Talk Like a Pirate Day, but first I've got to thank our, our technical producer and a person of leaky fortune, Cat Pastor, and then our right scallywag, the, the senior producer of this show, Lily Tyson. Arg, she's the producer of this episode as well. This is not a good holiday for me to know about because... <laughs> Because I can get enthusiastic about it way too easily. Um, all right. So joining us now, in fact, is the co-founder of, <laughs> of International Talk Like a Pirate Day, uh, J- uh, John Bauer. Uh, thanks. Oh, who goes by the name Old Crumbucket? Crumbucket. Uh, old Chumbucket. 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 Uh, all right. Well, <laughs> well, let's start with John, and then if we get to know each other better, I'll start calling you Old Chumbucket. That's fine. That's um, fine. So. First of all, um, explain – well, actually, I could read from Chase's calendar. It says a, a day to release your inner pirate with a hearty ahoy, or if you prefer, a simple arc. Every man, woman, and child on the planet has an opportunity to express their piratitude today. Dressing up is encouraged but optional. Uh, and then it mentions you and your friend uh, and talk, uh, talks about how the celebration has taken on a life of its own. So, yo-ho. And so, I don't – where did you get such an idea? idea well a lot of people start holidays because they want to promote a cause or call attention to something we started to international talk like a pirate day because we are bad athletes and smart asses <laughs> we were playing racquetball badly and my friend mark uh let out an r i suspect he may have strained something but uh i responded by also we we both fell into pirate talk for about half an hour of racquetball. And by the time we were done, we realized we'd had more fun than we ever had playing racquetball. And the world needed a holiday where every man, woman, and child on the planet is encouraged, not required, but encouraged to talk like a pirate. And the the racquetball game took place on June 6th of 1995. 
and we realized, well, June 6th, that's D-Day. That's like a sacred day. You can't mm-hmm. screw with that. So I said to Mark, what day should we have? And he said, September 19th, just like that. No delay. I said, oh, okay, but why September 19th? It's my ex-wife's birthday. It's stuck in my head and I'm not doing anything with it anymore. So <laughs> maybe we'll remember it. Right. It and was- it worked. It was it was free parking in his head, so uh, why not park something there? Um, I, I like that. I like that rationale. Anyway, so it's it's it is at least uh, billed as as international talk like a pirate day. Has it in fact left the confines of the United States and spread throughout the world? Do we have any sense oh, of that? Oh Lord, yes, Lord, yes. It first be- became well known in two thousand two. Dave Barry, the the humor columnist, wrote a, a column about it. And it went around the world faster than uh, Francis Drake. (laughs) It has been celebrated on every continent, including at the South Pole. Uh, Mark and I have been interviewed by pretty much every radio station in Australia where they just think it's the greatest thing in the world. But think about where they came from. That's right. Also, they talk like pirates anyway. I mean, how do they even how do they even distinguish that from the other 364 days? I think I think the strangest experience we had was uh we were doing an interview on a radio station in holland the netherlands and we were followed by and they were talking english which surprised us but we were followed by a guy who was talking like a pirate in klingon (laughs) and i thought okay that's as weird as it gets yeah, we actually we already had uh, the founder of a national cultivator inner nerd day uh, right, on right. a little bit earlier in the show, and obviously the the Klingon pirate would would want to get to know that person, I think, um, uh, or Geek Day. I, I'm not really sure. So, National Talk Like a Pirate Day. I mean, or international, international. international so sorry, uh, so sorry, Australia. Uh, we still love you. <laughs> Uh, they're upside down. The blood is rushing to their heads. Um, so, uh, you know, in terms of talking like a pirate, I feel as though I could talk like a pirate pretty well. And you do have to have a little bit of a vocabulary, but you seem to have kind of boiled it down to a words, so to speak. Well, that's the, the sort of the starter kit. Yeah. When when you're first getting an excited new pirate, uh, you've got five words that begin with the letter A that are like the basic building blocks. The first one is Ahoy! Which means in landlubber parlance, hello. (laughs) Then there's Avast, which means stand and give attention. Avast, look at the bowsprit on that proud beauty that walked in. There's I, which is I agree with everything you just said or did. I, I, a little bit different than just I. I, I is, yeah, boss, I'll get right on that as soon as I finish this coffee. And the most important word in your toolbox is R. <laughs> R can mean anything you want it to mean. It, it's just a way kind of to kill a little bit of time while you think of what you actually want to say. You say, R, my team is winning. R. Oh, speaking of your team is winning. Speaking of your team is winning, and this is something that you should have pounced on, and maybe you, you did. But I was noticing, I don't really follow hockey, um, but I was noticing the other day that I, these are apparently two NHL franchises. The, the other day, the Kraken played the Sharks. That's uh, right. That ought to be like a big event for you know for your organization to the extent that you have an organization, which I don't think well, you do. No, we, we have Mark and me, and we have all the funny ideas, and then my wife and our friend Pat, who's the web mistress uh do all the heavy lifting 
we have the funny ideas. So I have Which to ask. Which is hard. Yes. No, I, 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 Matt, total respect, respect. Um, and, and so I have to ask a question too. You know, in terms of the word, if that's the right way to even describe it, arg, um, you know, there might be a little bit of tension between your day and the Simpsons. You know, there's that guy on the Simpsons. Oh, who's... the pirate? No, we no tension at all. Yeah. Do, do, you, do you know, do, 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 does he do that because of you guys? Or did he, was he before you? Or? I have absolutely no idea. I suspect he probably predates us, but he doesn't uh, hasn't asked for any uh, royalties. So we're good. We're good. We're good. No tension. Right. And I would, you, you, you did venture on something that I think is important. A lot of people say arg mm. with a G-H on it. Yeah. That's the sound of disappointment or frustration. That's the sound Charlie Brown makes when Lucy pulls the football away. Right. Pirates say, ar, which, as I said, can mean anything. Yeah. And they also say, yar, sometimes, right. too, but never knew what to make of that. And they probably do say, arg, when they are frustrated and disappointed. Exactly. Uh, but only under those circumstances. Uh, I get um, it. Only, only. Yeah. So, um, that you know, this we should sort of say that pirates are a serious subject in some instances and there are, yes, are but but this is not really about that right what is this about right right as as cap and slap well that's my friend mark is now cap and slappy i'm old chum bucket uh, as cap and slappy says the holiday is talk like a pirate day not commit felonies like a pirate day the a historian Mark, marcus redeker said that pirates were the enemies of mankind, but they were the freest people on earth. And it's that freedom that, that people respond to and celebrate. Uh, you go to a pirate festival anywhere and people are strutting and they're being that inner pirate that they've always wanted to be. And that one day a year we gave them uh, to, to do just that, to, to go into work and instead of saying, Johnson and Cutler, attorneys at law, they say, Avast there, we be lawyers who can be scuttled for you. <laughs> well, I certainly, every pirate convention I've ever been to has been exactly the way you describe it. So I, I, there's no way that I can differ. You guys must be, I'm out of time here, but we, we should just say, I'm sure you guys are really enjoying our flag means death, which just seems to be, you know, right up your alley. That was terrific. Can't yeah. wait for the next season. All right. Uh, John Bauer is the co-founder of International Talk Like a Pirate Day, you scurvy dogs. Or I'll throw a grappling hook over your gunnels and climb up and slit your throats. No, see, that's a little bit too, that's too hardcore. It's a little over the top. Yeah. Just go with prepare to be boarded. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That, that has so many different possible meanings. Uh, exactly. All right. We have to go before we lose our FCC license. Thanks very much for listening today. Now he's rising, and alone he's fit to fly. Which we're bent on signalizing with unusual 